0: Hey, everybody, we are back! It's been a minute since we've had a Home Dogs podcast. I think it's been a couple months, maybe, but we are here and we are ready to hit it hard! We've got one hell of a football weekend coming up, the NFL Divisional Round and the National College Football Championship on Monday! Let's get it hidden. I am loving it. We are still going hard. As of this moment, on Thursday, January 10th, 2020, we are 37 and 28 and 1 with our picks. So if you've been following along, we have won you quite a bit of money. If you if you want to get technical, that's probably. If you put down $100 on each bet, you've won $900. I'd say that's pretty good. You could buy your whole family Christmas gifts with that. I hope you bought your Christmas gifts with your gambling money. I know I did. So before we get into the delicious weekend of football, it's a delicious, tasty, wonderful winter weekend. We're going to get snowed in. But hey, what better way to spend it with some playoff meaningful football. But before we get into that, I want to let you in on my pet peeve of the day. And I picked a perfect time to discuss this and rant about this. It's these stupid national whatever days. There's a day for everything. It's Absolutely mind blowing. I don't get why people. Who even makes these things up? I looked it up today. Today is, get this January 10th is National House Plant Appreciation Day. What the hell is that? National House Plant Appreciation Day? You gotta be freaking kidding me. Do we need motivation for every single day? To have some National Cheese Day, National Hot Dog Day, National Christmas Tree Day, National Buy Yourself a Cake Day. What are we going to have next? A National Eat Your Freaking Toenails Day? I mean, come on, people. There doesn't need to be something for every day. Why can't it be a Tuesday? Why can't it today be Friday, January 10th, 2020th? 20. 20? Why can't it just be that? Why does it have to be some hidden agenda behind it? National Buy My girlfriend a dog day, or national say hi to your best friend day. Why can't we just do stuff by thinking of, of it on our own? Why do we need someone else to tell us what to do? I know I may be in the minority, but come on. We need to think for ourselves. It's 2020, 2020. We've hit the 20s. Think for yourselves, people. There doesn't need to be this little... Oh, hey, look, it's National Cheesecake Day, which that wouldn't be that bad if it's National Cheesecake Day. I mean, I could go for some cheesecake t- cake if we're getting real. But come on, National Grilled Cheese Day, National Pizza Day. I mean, pizza's pretty freaking good, so I'd be down with that. But come on, people, let's slow down on these National Whatever Days. When did this become a thing? All of a sudden, like two, three years ago, it was just like, bam, National uh, lounge chair day national tuck yourself in the bed day what is this crap what are we going to have national go dr- ride your bike down the street day I mean come on people let's get better in 2020 and cut this crap out with that being said I'm going to get slamming with these picks. today's going to be a shorter podcast we don't have a lot of people coming we don't have any guests today I hope you guys got had a good Christmas, had a fun New Year's. We whew, we got into 2020. Speaking of 2020, we got into it real quick. Uh, yeah, I bought myself a big ass TV for the football games, for the bowl games, 4K, just bombing it every day. It's great, it's fantastic. So if you want to watch some football, just give me a ring and come over here. I'll bring the beer. I'll supply the beer, you bring the food, and we'll call it good. So, as I stated earlier, we are into the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And I don't really know what to think about this slate. I mean, there's a couple, there's a few games that are really fantastic, and then there's a few that are meh. I don't think it'll there's it won't even come close to how magnificent it was last weekend for wild card weekend. Oh. Whoop. oh, baby, that was a one hell of a weekend. And speaking of it being one hell of a weekend, to I am so thankful for iPhones and streaming. It's just the best. Because I wouldn't have been able to see half of that Bills-Texans game if I didn't have my phone on me because I was at a brewery with no TVs for three hours. I was like, are you kidding me? There's no TV. So I was like, oh, hey, what? I got YouTube TV on my phone. Boom, pulled it up, watched Deshaun Jackson break two tackles at the end and win in an overtime. That was a bonkers game. Then I was also able to watch, which I was at another bar later that night. I did, didn't have the Titans game on anyway. They had TVs, but the game was not on the Titans Patriots. It's the NFL. It's America's sport. And you run a beer bar and you have multiple TVs and you don't have a single one on the Titans game. I've been panning for this for years. Every bar, restaurant, whatever needs to have a guy or a girl that is designated to monitor the TVs and what games they are on there should always be a live game on if there is one playing if there's a live game out there those TVs that need to be on it the TV should never we should never have these things where you walk into a bar and the TV was on channel NBC for the Sunday night game and you go in and after that game is on there's the freaking Days of Our Lives rerun on No, you you should have it flipped over to a game immediately once that game's on. And you should have someone that knows when the big games are happening and where, what channel. A lot of people go to bars, to, in restaurants to watch football. We, I shouldn't have to be the guy that walks into a, a, a restaurant with 15 TVs. And I shouldn't have to say, hey, can you throw three of these TVs on the Iowa game? I'm in Iowa. Come on. Let's get it together, people. Let's get it. Let's be better. 2020. Hashtag be better. Okay, anyway, I got sidetracked a little bit. The first divisional game that we are running into this weekend is Vikings at Niners tomorrow afternoon. The spread on this one is 49ers. -7 and I'm sorry. I know I know the Vikings had a big huge gigantic win in the playoffs in the first round last week. But the 49ers are at a whole different level. They're favored by -7 as I said before and i'm going to take them to cover easily maybe not easily but i see them winning by 9 10 points maybe 12 13 i just think the 49ers are a better team they have a really good defense they can run the ball a lot better than the saints could so they can their their offense would be a lot more balanced than what the saints offense was they have the best tight end in the game, George Kittle. Shout out, Iowa. They have Jimmy Garoppolo, who's doing pretty dang good. Yeah, as I said, their offense is—their run offense is dominant. I just don't think the Vikings have the firepower to stay with the 49ers. And you know what? The The Vikings, it looks like, are kind of banged up a little bit, too. I know Phelan was said he's going to play some, tomorrow. Uh, I know Diggs was injured a little bit coming into the playoffs. I know Dalvin Cook was injured earlier in the year. I mean, and how how much can you rely on Kirk Cousins? I just don't see it. I don't see Cousins pulling it off back-to-back weeks. So that's where I'm going with pick number one. I'm going 49ers to cover seven points. Game number two, this one might not. This one might be ugly. The Ravens. Hosting the Titans tomorrow night at 7.15. (coughs) Excuse me. The Ravens are favored by 9.5 points. And I think they cover this one easy. As we found out, the Patriots were way overrated this year. The Titans have a good defense. But they don't have a good enough defense to slow Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. (coughs) Who have won... 12 games in a row, which is remarkable in today's NFL to win 12 games in a row. I mean, that's got to be one of the quietest 12-game win game winning streaks that I've seen in years. I mean, honestly, who's talking about the Ravens' 12-game winning streak and going in the playoffs 14-2? I mean, we know they're good, but there's not, I mean, there's a lot of hush-hush stuff going on in the Lamar Jackson's having a hell of a year. So this is these are two teams that like to run the ball a lot. Derrick Henry, the NFL's rushing leader for the Titans, who's a beast. And Lamar Jackson, obviously, for the Ravens and Mark Ingram. <clears throat> Both powerful runners. Spectacular runners. But you know what gets it over the top here? Is that quarterback position. Lamar Jackson, far and away, is a much better quarterback than Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. I know Tannehill's... Had a bounce back year in his transition over the Titans. He's only throwing six picks in 12 games, which is far away better than anything he's ever done in his career. But the, just, the Titans don't have enough, like similar to the Vikings, they don't have enough firepower to stick with the Ravens. The Ravens are unbelievable. And they're playing at home. And at, Baltimore just gets real raucous in the playoffs. It'll be a night game. So everything just stacked in the Ravens' favor. I see them win in by 12 points. You can lock that one in. That's probably my lock of the week right there is Ravens covering B. Hurl's spicy mustard hot dog lock of the week. Ravens covering nine and a half. Then that leaves us with the two Sunday games. And the first one is this one. This one has me a little on the fence. This one is Chiefs are hosting the Texans at 2 p.m. on Sunday. The Chiefs are favored by 9.5, similar to the Ravens. This one, on the other hand, I think, compared to the Titans and Ravens, I think the Texans cover this one. Barely. I think they cover it maybe right at 9. I think that's honestly where it's at. I I can see them staying within two touchdowns, but not within a touchdown The Texans, as Deshaun Watson showed last week, is absolutely incredible. But on the other hand, as we saw last year and this year, the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, reigning MVP, Patrick Mahomes, is spectacular as well. And he has kind of been flying under the radar this year because of Lamar Jackson's incredible season. So I'm sure he's ready. He's just chomping at the bit. Ready to go. So I think for the for the most part of this game, I think it's going to be a back-and-forth game. It's going to be fun for at least the first half. And then the Chiefs kind of pull away at, at the end of the second half. So, yeah, I, I think the, the Texans keep it close for a while, but the Chiefs just pull it out. So that's right there, Chiefs. Uh, Texans cover 9.5 as underdogs. I like that one. And the final game of the weekend for the NFL is Seahawks at Packers in Green Bay. Sunday night at 5.40 p.m. up in the frozen tundra. I put a bet on the Packers a couple of weeks ago. They were 10-1 to 1 odds to win the Super Bowl. I still like I like their path to the Super Bowl right now. Their defense is a lot better than it has been in the past. The Seahawks they they struggled to put up points and defeated the Eagles team last week that was had to turn to Josh McCown, a forty year forty year old quarterback making his playoff debut. And they only beat him by eight points of so 17 to 9. I mean, come on, Seahawks. Where you at? I mean, Russell Wilson was great, but holy crap. They couldn't get much doing on that. So, the Packers are favored by four and a half. I wrote in my column, I had them at four. On Tuesday, I I feel much more confident at four. At them covering, winning by five. (sighs) Yeah, four and a half, I mean, is still fine. So... It just makes it, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough one. It's It has me considering the Seahawks, but I'm still going to stick with the Packers to cover four and a half. Honestly, I think the Packers win by seven. Um, It's just Russell Wilson has never won a game at Lambeau. He's 0-3 in his career. He's thrown six interceptions in those three games. His passer rating is a 60. He just doesn't seem to play well in Green Bay. As a whole, the the Seahawks haven't won in Green Bay since 1999. It's going to be cold. It might be snowy. It just plays a lot in Aaron Rodgers' favor. And also, the Seahawks have Marshawn Lynch as their running back. They have no other options. Marshawn Lynch took like a year and a half off. And he's old. So, yeah, that just doesn't bode well for them. And then on the other hand, on the other side of the ball, Aaron Jones, he's a heck of a running back. He's a receiver running back. Just those those types of running back that the Packers just absolutely love. So I think he's – th- honestly, I think Aaron Jones is the difference because Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are both exceptional quarterbacks. So they're pretty much a wash. And so I think – and the defenses are both strong – but I think where the the separation is Aaron Jones at running back. So mark that one down as Packers covering four and a half. So we'll run through my NFL picks again real quick. I took Niners covering seven as minus seven. Uh, Ravens minus nine and a half. Texans plus nine and a half, and Packers. Minus four and a half. So I'm going favorite heavy this week with the NFL. Which is a perfect lead in to what I think is going to be an absolutely exceptional college championship on Monday night. Clemson versus LSU. Number one LSU. LSU. Defending, NFL, defending champion, Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, who's never lost a game as a collegian. Going up against reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow for LSU. It's going to be one hell, of an LFL, uh, one hell of a quarterback matchup. LSU's favored by six, last I checked. Let me jump on that and see where it's at right now. I mean, that was... Whew, I jumped all over that yesterday. Let's see where it's at. It's back down to minus five and a half for LSU. So I got it at six yesterday. I still, I, I think Clemson covers this. I mean, Clemson is always because of their schedule is always undervalued in the playoffs coming around because the ACC is really weak. But Clemson showed that their defense is once again lights out. Held. Ohio State to 23 points. One of the best teams in the nation. High scoring teams in the nation. Justin Field, J.K. Dobbins. Held them to 23 points. That's a damn good performance. Damn good. And while I don't think they shut down LSU. I think LSU still gets about 30 points. I think Clemson can stay within 5.5 points. I think they can stay within 5. I don't think they win. But I just think... With the Clemson talent that they keep pumping out on defense, with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, Trevor wants to become a back-to-back national champion, ripping off 30, 26 straight wins. I mean, that uh, twenty-eight straight wins would it be? Yeah, twenty-eight straight wins. I mean, who's done that to start their career? Not I don't I don't know it has anybody. I'm not gonna take the time to look it up. But who started their career with twenty-eight straight wins and two national championships? So he'll be he'll be firing for this so he wants it Trevor Lawrence does I just think it's gonna be an exceptional championship game it'll be a great way to cap off and a fantastic weekend of football so yeah Clemson covers five and a half yeah and those are my picks this week uh, here we go it's five games I'm hoping for uhcirly I'm hoping for a four and one week I can I can I can go with the three and two week just let's hope that we get a winning record again so thanks a lot for joining me guys it was fun i hope you enjoy this weekend go dogs peace